Yeah, the last time I had a pedicure was uh, right before the wedding that I was in. And they did the paraffin wax, they did the callus remover, and they started, like, digging out my ingrown toenails mm-hmm. that I didn't know I had. And, like, the the lady that was doing it had to stop and go get somebody else to come and do it. And, like, she just stood next to me and smiled and real big and was, like, patting my knee. And, like, <laughs> and, and I'm, like, holding onto the chair, like, <laughs> my foot's bleeding. And I'm, like, what is this? What is happening? <laughs> I'm paying oh you God. $70. Please don't do this. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> she was just Did you go to that same place that we always go to? No, like I went place? I, it was a new place that I wanted to try cuz they had good reviews and mm-hmm. I said I wanted to try it and that was a mistake. I always need to go to the place that I love, which is Soho. Mm-hmm. They're actually my favorite place in Bowling Green. That that place that we went to was really good, but Soho's my favorite. Yeah. Well, you're listening to Talk Cricket. The Social Justice and Comedy Podcast, where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject and pedicures. While enjoying (laughs) adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And I'm drinking wine instead of tequila tonight. I'm tired. I know. We'll we'll do this quick. (laughs) We've worked so hard this week, you guys. We have been accomplishing and slaying and eating, and drinking, and businessing all over the place. <laughs> we didn't day drink as much this time, which I'm kind of proud of us yeah. for. Well, we didn't start recording as early <laughs> Yeah, things were discovered. So, um, <laughs> that threw the timeline a little later, but, um... It's fine. We're making it work. Yep. We had great sushi. We did. Great time with our friends. Great coffee. Yeah. Good day. It was Mm -hmm. a good day. Much was accomplished. Much was not accomplished. Yeah. But still. Yeah. But um, if you're listening to (gasps) this on Stitcher or any other um, podcast provider that wasn't uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or uh, Stitcher. Or whatever other third party that you were listening to. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or, I'm sorry, if you're listening to this on Spotify. and like Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. That's what we did today. (laughs) Um, You're welcome? (laughs) Yeah. um, Question mark? (laughs) You're welcome. I'm sure that you're enjoying us. And Um, you did this to you. Yeah. So (laughs) if you're playing this now, I really don't know what to tell you other than I'm sorry and thank you. (laughs) But I'm not really sorry because I'm having a lot of fun doing this. So I can't think about it. So um, anyway... (laughs) been a long day we're really tired so you get the uh the full drunk and the slap happy version of yeah. this <laughs> and we're gonna talk about today night, night terrors. terrors and nightmares versus nightmares yes yeah. well not really we're just gonna talk about night terrors <laughs> okay really <laughs> oh so, my goodness so um, this is not something that i've experienced but it's definitely something you've experienced yes yeah I've had nightmares, but you have night terrors, mm-hmm. which is very different. And, and like, I have a mixture of both mm-hmm. because I have the I have the night terrors, but I also have the nightmares that I remember. Right. And I have nightmares that I remember and stick with me, and I yeah. have a hard time shaking from reality. But night, I'm I'm not violent while I sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, Carrie has 
experienced me flopping and screaming and <laughs> it's not been fun and i'm sorry when um, i don't remember that oh okay well good because i do and i felt really bad when um did i wake up maybe you didn't like maybe you didn't wake all the way up but like <laughs> i don't remember you ever doing any of this okay okay but you know what i could have woken up and then just not remembered it because josh okay. says that i wake up sometimes and just speak <laughs> And say things, like, I, I, mm-hmm. I've apparently woken up, looked at him, and said, stop stomping in the McDonald's. <laughs> and then rolled over and gone right back to sleep. <laughs> stop stomping in the McDonald's, Joshua. <laughs> We're not animals. So. And sometimes he'll, like, tell me things right before he leaves to go to work. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember any of it. <laughs> because I'm clearly asleep. Yeah. But halfway awake because I remember him kissing me on the cheek by, but don't remember anything he tells me. <laughs> so I'm just like, wait, so was I awake? <laughs> or, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. Okay. So we're going to keep it tight. Yeah. Let's start with a definition. Okay. Okay. So sleep terrors or night terrors um, are episodes of screaming, intense fear, and flailing while still asleep. Also known as night terrors. Yep. Sleep terrors are often paired with sleepwalking. That I have not done. That would fucking terrify me and I would punch you. I know. <laughs> and it unconscious me would deserve it. Scares the shit out of me that I might have a child <laughs> that would just stand next to my bed all like. <laughs> this is my womb nugget. I can't punch it in the face. <laughs> I would, though, because that's my fear response of, like, oh, my God! <laughs> I slapped one of my friends one time because she scared me Oh, when I was in high school. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to. But I looked over and she was doing the, like, creepy smile and the, like, wide eyes. And I was like, bah! <laughs> yeah. One time my mom almost punched me in the face. I so deserved it. But, like... We would try to scare each other. Yeah, because your mom's an asshole. <laughs> and scared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We won't speak of it. I went behind her door one time and I stood there for a good long while waiting on her to come in so I could scare the shit out of her. And she, <laughs> that's a good one. She comes in and and like I, I figured out how to do it because she would leave her door open. Mm-hmm. And like I wouldn't have to move it to get behind it. No. And, like, one time she left her blankets rolled up just perfectly so that I could get in them <gasps> and not have to move them and it not oh look weird. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I just sat up and went, hi. And she screamed and ran out of the room. <laughs> Scared Stevie. He came out oh. like, what the hell? Oh. <laughs> this time it also scared Stevie because she... She came into our room and she went to close her door. And I'm just standing there. I'm like a huge weirdo. <laughs> and, and I couldn't even say boo. Because she just, she started running in place. And and tried to scream and went to punch me in the face. Oh my god. And then she turned around and ran down the hallway. <laughs> Fear is an amazing thing. It was so great. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> what? 
Stevie. <laughs> oh, he has to put up with all of your all's nonsense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so like sleepwalking, sleep terrors are considered a parasomnia. Parasomnia. Um, that it's a category that like sleep paralysis and mm-hmm. um, other sleep disorders fall into. Um, and it, I think they call it para because we don't quite understand it. It's a part of the bla- the brain that there's just a lot about the brain that we don't understand yet. Yeah, unfortunately, and I'm sure that someone in the future will listen to this and be like, "You guys are fucking dumbasses." <laughs> um, it's so simple. Yeah. But um, at this point in time, there's just uh-huh. the brain is a mystery. So yeah, um, an undesired occurrence during it, it's an undesired occurrence during sleep. Um. A sleep terror episode usually lasts from seconds to a few minutes, but episodes may last longer. Yep. Ooh, you ready for some numbers? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Sleep terrors affect 40% of children. Yeah, that makes sense. That's so high. Yeah. So high. And a much smaller percentage of adults. However frightening, sleep terrors aren't usually a cause for concern. Most children outgrow sleep terrors by their teenage years. Mm -hmm. Sleep terrors may require treatment if they cause problems getting enough sleep or they pose a safety risk. So meaning like it's waking, you're waking yourself up multiple times a night. It's kind of like sleep apnea. Yeah. Where your, your breathing wakes you up multiple times so you can't enter REM. Yeah. Which is not great. Then you're tired all the time. So Yeah, and then like your body isn't functioning the way it needs to. Exactly. And yeah. Because we have to have that REM cycle sleep. It's mm-hmm. really, really important. Um so if your dreams are so intense that they're waking you up multiple times a night and then you have to then I mean if you're like me, if you wake up, you have to then refocus your brain and re shut down to where you can fall asleep again. Exactly. Usually I have to get up and pee because I'm like nervous. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> because of it. Yeah. Uh most of the time when I sleep in a hotel, I have to pee like 10 times in the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> fuck everything. And adult life is fucking weird. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's not necessarily that the sleep terrors themselves are affecting your health, but the fact that they're interrupting your sleep can interrupt, can can be very disruptive to your own health. Yeah. As far as your mental health, as far as your ability to function the next day, all of that. And a lot of it can be caused by something that's much more deep if it continues into adulthood. So, um, yeah. So sleep terrors differ from nightmare nightmares. Like I said earlier, um, I have nightmares when I'm really stressed. I have nightmares like that, but I'm a pretty still sleeper. Yeah. Um, unless I wake up and say things <laughs> like stop stomping in the McDonald's. <laughs> I really want to know if I've done more things like that. Cause to <laughs> me, I'm a really still sleeper, but I have not consulted Josh <laughs> on this info. Yeah. Because honestly, the first time we slept in the bed together, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a calm sleeper. And he looked at me and said, that was calm. And I'm <laughs> not real sure what I did. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, I've never noticed anything. But I also like flail. You're and a very deep sleeper. I've never noticed you flailing. Yeah. To me, well, you're a very still and very deep sleeper. So, I well, that's also because I'm now medicated. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've never noticed you flailing. Yeah, ever. I I once woke up, all almost on top of you, and really? I felt so bad. Yeah. When? It what was, time was that? It was before I was medicated. It was like right 
Was it, it was when I was staying at your house? It was when you were staying at the apartment with me, helping me get moved in. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Okay. I was 100% asleep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I woke up and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. No, girl. Okay. I was out. <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're good. Don't okay. beat yourself up. I don't remember okay. a thing. Okay. So, um... <laughs> Uh, okay, so the dreamer of a nightmare wakes up from the dream and may remember the details, but a person who has a sleep terror episode remains asleep. Mm-hmm. Children usually don't remember anything about their sleep terrors in the morning. Adults may recall a dream fragment they had during sleep terrors. Mm-hmm. Um, sleep terrors generally occur in the first third to first half of the night and rarely during naps. Um, a sleep terror may of course, lead to sleepwalking, which is its own brand of weird and terrifying. Yeah. And we're not talking about that, but it <laughs> needs to be added to the list. Yes. I'll add it right now. Do it right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, have you ever had one of those dreams where you wake up and you can't remember what's real? Yes. Because I used to have those a lot. I used to dream that I, like, was pregnant and had a child, and then I would wake up and be like, where's my kid? <laughs> yep i've had stuff like that before it's too so crazy mm-hmm. um so during a sleep terror episode a, ch- a person may begin with a frightening scream or shout okay so i also want to say real quick that ptsd can have a lot to do with this um a lot of police officers military personnel um people who have been assaulted um can, can, can fall victim to this disorder for mm-hmm. sure um my friend who is a cop has definitely woken up uh, woken up his wife in the middle of the night he was fully asleep woke up in the middle of the night woke her up in the middle of the night said the werewolves are coming ran out the- we gotta go <laughs> grabbed her ran out into the middle of the yard then woke up and said what's going on <laughs> the werewolves are coming we gotta go <laughs> The werewolves are coming and we're stomping in the McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> she about fucking killed him. Because <laughs> she was like, what? Oh, we're going. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess and we're going. They were halfway through the yard and he realized his feet were wet and woke up and was yeah. like, what? And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you have to go to the doctor. Yeah, you have to see a doctor. <laughs> And then they went, oh, my God, she was so pissed. I mean, like, he's punched her in the night. Oh. Because he's sleeping. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just, it's not great. So yeah. a lot of things can happen because your brain doesn't tell your body to not do what your brain is doing in your dream. Yep. So um, <laughs> it can begin with a frightening scream or shout. Uh, you can sit up in bed and appear frightened. That's definitely happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I scared the shit out of my mom one time with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stare wide-eyed. That's mm-hmm. fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm really glad we're doing this right before we go to bed. <laughs> you can also sweat, breathe heavily, and have a racing pulse, flushed face, dilated pupils. Um, you can kick and thrash, be hard to awaken, and be confused if awakened. My mom was always very confused when she wakes up. Yeah. Like, she was always like, come tell me if you're, like, upset or whatever. And then, like, I would go in 
And my dad's a really light sleeper and my mom's a really heavy sleeper. So I would go in and wake up my mom and she'd be like, what? And like flail <laughs> her arms everywhere and be like, what? What happened? Oh. And that would wake up my dad and it was like a whole thing. And uh-huh. so I just learned to never go wake them up. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> uh, which was great living in a uh, haunted place. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was great. Uh-huh. Um... Be inconsolable. Um, have li- no or little memory of the event the next morning, which is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly get out of bed and run around the house or have aggressive behavior if blocked or restrained. That scares the shit out of me because Stevie has done that. Gotten up and run around the house? Yeah. And he was asleep? I, I don't know if he was asleep or not because I didn't, like, open the door, but it scared the shit out of me. He probably wasn't asleep. Yeah. Like... Just tell yourself that. Yeah. Well, like, mom <laughs> mom has heard him do it before. She's like, yeah, I think he's... I think he might be a little scared. Yeah. When it's dark. So, he, like... He just runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's probably not asleep. Yeah. I would guess. Yeah. And we also... Poor baby. Yeah. We also found out that we... Well, we think... We have a theory that he's scared of pictures... Because, hmm. like, he'll flip them around. Oh, weird. Like, if there are, like, if, like... Like, he feels like they're watching him, maybe? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That makes my stomach flip over. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> great... It's also great when um, there's a portrait of Jesus in our attic. And I went up there one time when I was younger to put a Christmas tree up there. And, like, I, I went up and I put part of it up there and then I went down and got the other part and went to take it up there and the portrait was turned around. Oh, my God! Kay! I hate you so much. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, there's a taste of our Patreon content. Okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, let's talk about when you should see a doctor. Yes. So, um, occasional sleep terrors aren't usually a cause for concern. Um, if your child has sleep terrors, you can simply mention them at a routine at a routine well, uh, you know, wellness exam. Mm-hmm. Um, however, consult your doctor if sleep terrors become more frequent. Routinely disrupt the sleep of the person with the sleep terrors or the other fam or other family members. Yeah. Meaning, like you're routinely woken up by your child fucking screaming. That's yeah. you know, hello. Uh, <laughs> Or, you, you know, and if they seem tired all the time, that's not great, which means that yeah. their nightmares are keeping them up. Yep. Um, lead to safety concerns or injury, meaning maybe, you know, they say, hey, I got to save the platoon. And then they jump out the window of a six story of a two story building. Oh. <laughs> Everyone go listen to Mike Burbiglia's Sleepwalk With Me special. Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm the Hulk! I'm the Hulk! Um, <laughs> or if they result in daytime symptoms of excessive sleepiness or problems functioning, which is pretty much what I just said. Yeah. Um, or if they continue beyond teen years or start in adulthood. That's a symptom of PTSD, then, I believe. Um, yeah. That's my wild speculation, but, you know. Um, so, causes... Sleep terrors are classified as a parasomnia, an undesirable behavior or experience during sleep. Um, Sleep terrors are a disorder of arousal, meaning they occur during N3 sleep, the deepest stage of non-rapid eye movement in NREM, NREM sleep. Mm -hmm. Another NREM disorder is sleepwalking, which can occur together with sleep sleep terrors. So it's Mm -hmm. in the second deepest to deepest part of your sleep. 
Um, so if it gets disrupted, it can really, it can really, really fuck, fuck you with up. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, various factors can contribute to sleep terror, such as sleep deprivation and extreme tiredness, stress, sleep schedule disruptions, travel or sleep interruptions, and fever. So we both have a lot of anxiety around travel. Mm-hmm. And so anytime we go to these shows or anytime we travel and have to sleep in a hotel, it's a lot of squirt my CBD oil into my mouth and yeah. a lot of like, let me take my thing and let me take this and conditions must be perfect so I can sleep. And it's like, yeah. Ah. And then I get up and pee 10 times in the night. And <laughs> like, well, and I check every card that I have with me. Yeah. Like six times. To make sure everything's there. Yeah. It's just travel is really stressful for us. Yeah. Um, stress can really make this manifest in me. Uh, I have had a lot of... I think especially, I guess it must have been like when Josh and I first started dating, we were watching a lot of Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And so then that manifested in the stress I was experiencing in life because, you know, I felt like a fucking failure as a human. And so like (laughs) a lot of times I would stress that we were like, I still have vivid memories of these. So let me just explain one real fast. So I dreamt that we were living in, it was the zombie apocalypse and Mm -hmm. we were living in a semi-trailer. Oh, and at one night, someone forgot to lock the back <gasps> of the trailer. No. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. And a horde came through. I'm going to down the rest of my drink real fast because I'm experiencing this real time right now. And we had to fight our way out of the trailer. Uh, him and I and the rest of our clan had to fight our way out of the trailer. And I did not know I was asleep. Did not know it was not real. 100% believed it was a thousand percent real Oh! while I was experiencing it. Couldn't wake up. Woke up. It has stuck with me for five years. I have a, re- <laughs> I have a recurring dream about this mansion, this giant mansion with blue walls. Is it H.H. H. Holmes's mansion? No. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I can never get out of it. Ugh. And it, it, it really like, like preys on my, it preys on my claustrophobia. And is every it, time I almost, like a maze? no, like I can see the doorway. But I, you can't I, get there? I can't get there. Ugh. No. Nope. Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. And like every time it's different. It's like, like every time I read the, the third task of, um, Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. I'm just like, no, yeah. <laughs> I can't do mazes. <laughs> um, like there have been times that I have been murdered in that mansion. There have been times that I, can, um, like I'll, I'll leave for a second, but I always end up back in it. Oh, I hate it. I've also had nightmares where I have been like running from a killer or something and then been killed and then like quote wake up and then drop right back into it and then i can change what i do Mm -hmm. multiple times all night yeah which is crazy well one time super fucking stressful (laughs) one time i had this nightmare and it's like you're running through jello yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you're like oh i'll just run immediately and it's like yeah like a hundred percent, like the slowest of slow motion running, mm-hmm. and you can feel them running oh, faster. I hate it. I hate it. One time that hasn't I, happened in a really yeah. long time, but one time I had that nightmare, and um, I was 
there was a guy who had just shot up the backyard. We were having a party in the backyard and I happened to be inside and I heard gunshots and, um, I, oh I ran, I ran up to my bedroom mm-hmm. and ran and hid in the closet. And, um, again, I ended back up in the mansion and I had my phone with me in the dream. Weird. And then my alarm started going off. But in the dream, the alarm started going off on my phone, and that's how he found me. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah. Uh-huh. <gasps> yeah. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it happen. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> this is so nightmare, nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. So, um, sleep terrors sometimes can be triggered by underlying conditions that interfere with sleep, mm-hmm. such as sleep disorder breathing, which is what we were talking about with, um, like, sleep apnea, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a group of disorders that include abnormal breathing patterns during sleep, the most common of which is obstructive sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. Get you a CPAP. Um, mm-hmm. Restless neg- leg syndrome. That's what my dad has. Mm-hmm. Um, some medications, of course, can disrupt your sleep. Been there. Yep. Um, <laughs> mood disorders, such as depression and anxiety. Also been there. Hi. Um, <laughs> Hello. And well. in adults, alcohol use. Yep. I mean, we don't know what that's like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did have another nightmare the other night after wine and crime about zombies, actually. And yeah, it was, was a rough one. It was one of those where I had a really hard time waking up. Oh, honey. And like, um, is that where you're so tired the next day? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, like I was just watching this this person who had died, but like come back to life. He was standing in my kitchen and threw up, and there was just like chunks of like blood and like inside guts and stuff on the floor and like i I just had to yeah i had to stand there and stare at it that's great yeah and i could not like i couldn't wake up what kind of reminds me of jennifer's body though (laughs) (laughs) that's fucking terrifying yeah that's that's why i don't watch the walking dead like i can't watch slasher films like it just it makes them worse just makes things worse yeah i mean that's why i have to watch what i put in my head too because Mm -hmm. um you know, my dreams are vivid enough on their own. Yeah. Um, I love when I have an uneventful night. I haven't had a crazy nightmare like that in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm really careful about what I put in. Yeah. To my microchip. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? So uh, just be careful. Now you plug and into be the mindful. surge protector. Yeah. Exactly. Empty your surge protector. Pull mm-hmm. all the plugs out. Be really careful. Um, and it just, you know, like, I won't watch the Purge movies because every time I watch one of those trailers, I have a fucking nightmare and I experience the fucking Purge. Yeah. So I don't need to watch the movie. I've experienced first fa- fucking hand. Mm-hmm. Like, nope. Yeah. I'm good. I don't need it. Like. I'm great. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I used to tell that to our customers, actually. I'd be like, no, nah, I had nightmares. I'm good. I understand. <laughs> yeah. I've already experienced it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so complications, and then I'm done. Okay. So some complications that may result from experiencing sleep tri- sleep terrors include excessive daytime sleepiness, which can lead to difficulties at school or work, problems with everyday tasks. Of course, we all know what that feels like when we're just so fucking tired we can't fucking function. Yeah. But the thing with sleep terrors is that it's a little bit more extreme, which means that it's not just one day of lack of sleep, it's multiple days. Yep. And it's 
continuously and in, continuous insomnia because then you have one and then you're terrified to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another is just disturbed sleep, uh, meaning you just can't fucking get comfortable. You just can't. You you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> embarrassment about sleep terrors or problems with relationships. Um, uh, and also injury to oneself or rarely to somebody nearby, meaning like you are sleepwalking and jump off of your stairs, you know what I'm saying, and break your ankle. Or yeah. meaning this isn't like self-harm. This is like stuff that happens to you while you're asleep mm-hmm. and you don't mean it to. Or meaning you are asleep and punch your wife in the face. Yeah. Or husband, y- your partner, mm-hmm. the person you're sleeping <laughs> next to in the face. Yeah. Or you crush them or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there, there have been some instances of people with these kind of disorders where they like kill the person they're in bed with, which yeah. is crazy, you know? I mean, so, or, you know, you're running outside and you get hit by a car. Yep. There's also been some sleepwalking occurrences where you get in the car, drive down the road and murder people. Yeah. Which is nutso bananas. So it's definitely something to be taken seriously and you should definitely see a doctor. Yeah. Don't put it off. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to splice this in real fast um, because I didn't do enough research. (laughs) It's okay. And so uh, let me just splice this in real fast. I found this really cool article um, from Psychology Today. So I've already gone over all the symptoms and all that stuff. And so now this is an article by Dr. John Klein. Dr. Klein. Yes. He's actually very cute. For Ooh. a professor. He has pure white hair. And I can imagine that those elbows have patches. <laughs> I can't see it because it's, you know. Just his head. Tied to head. Yes. Yeah. But so this is an article called, um, I found it really good because it had some stories in it. And it really helped paint a picture of what this really feels like. Mm-hmm. So um, feel free to jump in and okay. relate or yeah. make jokes, please. Or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been a weird day. Okay. So, um, all right. I'm going to do a dramatic reading. Okay. I'm all for dramatic readings. Stephanie had just fallen asleep when suddenly... She was torn from her slumber by the screams of her youngest daughter, Maddie. She jumped from her bed and ran to her daughter's room, alarmed by the frightening sound of her wild howls. She found her daughter sitting bolt upright in bed, shrieking at the top of her lungs, inconsolable. (laughs) Stephanie's husband and other children were now awake and unsettled, almost as if emerging from a nightmare themselves. This is too dramatic for a mother. After what seemed like a very long time, Maddie gradually fell back asleep. Stephanie was shaken, and all the others were awake and worried. The next morning, Maddie awoke and seemed perfectly fine, with no apparent memory of the night before. The episode seemed inexplicable, but there is a scientific explanation, as we discussed. Yeah. The above vignette has all the signs of non-REM, N-R-E-M, sleep, parasomnia. The International Classification of Sleep Disorders, A-A-S-M, blah, 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 blah. ASMR. Yes. Yeah. Defines a parasomnia as an undesirable, as undesirable physical events or experiences that occur during entry into sleep, within sleep, or during arousal from sleep. So if someone wakes you up and you punch them in the face. Yeah. 
My mom has unfortunately almost been on the receiving end of that too many times. Or you're (laughs) sleeping and your husband says, we gotta go! And grabs you and runs out of the room. Yeah. (laughs) The werewolves are coming. The werewolves are coming. Um... (laughs) <laughs> or when you look at your husband and say, stop stomping in the McDonald's. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I forgot to ask him if there's anything else crazy I've said. Mm-hmm. Ba- babe. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. Come in. <laughs> um, okay. So, burr, burr, burr. lost my place. <laughs> uh, these events can occur in the transition from sleep to wakefulness, from wakefulness into sleep. During sleep, during deep sleep and in REM sleep, uh, they may involve complex behaviors, usually perceptions, powerful emotions and strong psychological experiences such as fight or flight responses. So it's it's the intense stuff that really triggers. Yeah. Muscle movement and things like that. So um, these events occur during sleep state dissonations. Sorry. That's not the right word at all. Uh, (laughs) These events occur during sleep state dissociations during which several states of consciousness are present at the same time. Yeah. For example, a person may, in effect, be both awake and asleep at the same time. Which which is is terrifying to think about. Fascinating and terrifying at the same time. Yes. Everyone go listen to Mike Mike Berbiglia's (laughs) Berbigliography. Mike Berbiglia's (laughs) Sleepwalk With Me album on Google. You can find it on Google Play. It's amazing. Listen to it, y'all. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Um, Carrie and I listened to it while we were painting this house. Yes. And it was it was a good time. There's a jackal time. in the room! <laughs> you have to go to the doctor. <laughs> I will! And I didn't! <laughs> Don't tell And I thought, maybe anyone. this is what I have. And then I thought, maybe I'll eat dinner. <laughs> and I went with dinner. <laughs> For years. <laughs> so good. He's brilliant, you guys. Yes. Okay. So um, so in the case of Stephanie's daughter, disassociation or dissociation, I don't know how you fucking say it. Dissociation. Dissociation occurred such that aspects of both wakeness, wakefulness and NREM sleep were present at the same time. Had this taken place while her daughter was being monitored during a polysomnography. Pretty excited that I said that word yeah. while this tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it would have shown that EE an EEG pattern. I kept wanting to say three E's. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, OCD happens. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, patterns of three. Penny. 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 <laughs> you didn't let me finish. <laughs> I bet you started that as a joke and now you want to keep doing it. <laughs> Cat felt really good. <laughs> Don't. You'll find yourself locked into a pattern for years. <laughs> Okay, so it would it would have shown an EEG pattern of NREM sleep with muscle activity as in wakefulness also present. Yeah. Which is a little bit terrifying. I mean, that explains like why you're so exhausted after you have a night terror like this. Yeah. Cuz your brain doesn't for some reason it's not wired to tell your muscles and everything and you basically to not move the way that you're moving in your dream. Yeah, like that's what he was talking about in his special too. Yeah. Uh, what Mike was talking about in his special too was that like there's a deficiency of dopamine or something which is what tells your body to sleep so that your body doesn't do what your brain is doing in your dream. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, 
which is what I mean he had a specific type where he would like jump out the window of a hotel or yeah. climb on top of the furniture or you know <laughs> what I mean like crazy shit so he has yeah. to like lace himself up in a sleeping bag thing that goes all the way up to his to his neck uh-huh. and then he wears <laughs> mittens so that he can't get out uh-huh. <laughs> which triggers my ca- claustrophobia yeah but he takes uh, he takes a medicine and he wears all of that so that he can't so that he's just like How hiding did- <laughs> inside of a bag yeah. instead of like climbing on top of the the television yeah and destroying the TiVo like <laughs> <laughs> how does he how would he get out of that in the morning without another person though oh you can when you're conscious okay is the difference yeah it prevents you from walking or punching or strangling your partner to death oh, okay is, i see is what it stops yeah. you from doing or yeah it keeps you in the bed okay is what it does yeah of course he has medication that does that too but as a fail safe because he has very high anxiety like us mm-hmm. it keeps him like contained to where he feels comfortable falling asleep next to his wife oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says it in a really funny way too and i wear mittens <laughs> so <laughs> oh it's so funny you guys go listen to it okay so the most common time for sleep terror to occur is during the first third of the night when the greatest depth of sleep occurs um it usually starts with a frightening vocalization most often a scream so that's mm-hmm. your clue if you're not the one asleep yeah um <laughs> it usually starts with a fright uh suggest read that fucking sentence the person (laughs) often sits bolt upright and appears to be in a state of great fear with rapid heart rate rapid breathing tense muscles and sweating hammy has these actually yeah i've I've had one of those like one of those experiences that i remember Mm -hmm. and it was the most terrifying thing i've ever lived through (laughs) like oh my god (laughs) it was i mean you don't have to say details but yeah well like not being able to breathe yeah. When you're waking up. <gasps> it, yeah. It makes you panic more. Yeah, that's great. All the oxygen just disappeared from the room. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, Poor Hammy, though. I'm going to have to strip before we record this next episode. Okay. Um, there may... Uh, lost my place. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. There may also be incoherent verbalizations. The eyes are usually open, but the person appears confused and is non-responsive. So, like, your eyes are open, but you're asleep. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's been, there have been reports of people like driving cars, murdering people, like so many things while they're asleep. That's because of, because this usually manifests in times of very high stress or because of trauma is the thing. So if you're under super high stress like this, how how would you even begin to like prosecute for that? Because that's not their fault. There's a really good case about it. We'll do it next time when we okay. do it. We're going to revisit the subject because there's a lot of really good crimes. Like I know you're going to talk about your own experience. Yeah. Um. In this time, but we, I would love to revisit that because there's a lot of really good criminal cases. Yeah. Um. I can really I I have one in my head right now. Like it, that that I've heard on another podcast that mm-hmm. it, it, it it's fascinating because I mean. You're asleep. Yeah. Are are you resp- then responsible for your actions? Mm-hmm. It's not like you had a mental illness that you didn't treat. Yeah. Consciously. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's premeditated. You were asleep. Mm-hmm. And how you would know? you even prove that, I wonder? It's just crazy. Yeah. It's really crazy. Um. So I, I really want to look into that because it, it, it's this is a really fascinating subject. 
Um, and yeah, not, we it, gotta, it's not, yeah. it doesn't really just fall under the sleep terror category. It falls yeah. under the like sleepwalking thing. So we can do a yeah. sleepwalking episode. Yeah. Um, and sleep eating. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, sleep eating is a very serious and delicious disorder. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond where his mother, like, she had been on this, like, health kick, and they had Thanksgiving with the tofu turkey, and, like, it was just awful. And, like, Raymond Raymond had ordered this whole Thanksgiving Day feast, and it got delivered while they were all there, like, having this tofu turkey. No! Yeah. Like, as a follow-up after they left? Yeah. Oh, no! And he's like, huh? While he's signing for it, and he's like, get out of here unless you want to be a witness to a murder. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, like, later in the episode, um, his mom comes over to his house and is, like, digging in the fridge, getting into this Thanksgiving Day food and, like, eating. And then he turns on the light, and he's like, hey, Ma. And she's like, where am I? (laughs) (laughs) She pretends. That's that's the episode of, um, there's an episode of um, How I Met Your Mother like that, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marshall <laughs> makes that joke. It's Jason Siegel, and mm-hmm. of course so he's amazing. So he, he makes that joke of like sleep eating. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, oh, we can't keep pies in the house because Marshall will sleepwalk and eat them. He goes, hey, I've told you, <laughs> sleep eating is a very serious and delicious disorder. <laughs> uh, they took it off Netflix. I'm aww. so sad. I have to buy the DVDs. <laughs> we just have to. I did. Well, I had them all. And I traded him in. Yeah. Because I was like, it's on Netflix and it will yeah. be forever because it's over. Mm-hmm. And then Netflix screwed all of us. I might just buy it on Amazon. I don't know. On Amazon Digital. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Because they don't turn it off after three episodes. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> yes, Netflix. I'm still watching. Yeah. Don't make me move my Cheeto covered hands. Seriously. <laughs> and press my. I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes three episodes. Yeah. Three and a half. <laughs> um, okay. Don't make me feel like there's a ghost in the room that turned off the show. Okay. <laughs> so um, these events usually only last a few minutes, but they can go on as long as half an hour or so and maybe varying up, oh. very upsetting to any witness. Oh, yeah. Um, mainly because it, usually this happens, at, like, um, I think I talked about some stats earlier, like, this is really common in kids and kids don't remember mm-hmm. is the thing when it comes to adulthood and which is like 2% or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get into more stats here in a second, but mm-hmm. just to reinforce and, and cross reference, but um, adults tend to remember more, but this is super common in kids. I know yeah. that I had them when I was a kid. Yeah, for sure. Just because my imagination was out of this world crazy, mm-hmm. um, which is why my mom had to really monitor what I watched. But um could you imagine, though, like, being at a sleepover when you're, like, seven or eight? No. And your friend sits up screaming like that, and you don't know what the fuck to do. Like, that's happened to me when I was an adult, and yeah. I didn't know what to do. And, like, I mean, it's happened to me. Like, I've done it and, like, scared other people. <laughs> like, and Not me, because I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, I just... Yeah. Poor ki- poor babies. Yeah. It's crazy, and you don't know what to do, and I, 
no one knows. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. So, um, that's what maybe we are at this podcast. Maybe, yeah, like maybe you'll have a sleepover with your kids mm-hmm. and someone from another family comes in and they've had trauma or just have an overactive imagination like me. Like, I just couldn't go to sleep until everyone else was asleep because, you know, fear of missing out. Yeah. And <laughs> FOMO. It's real. For real. It, <laughs> and also just can't sleep in unfamiliar places. But anyway, so, um, so usually the child or adult will just fall back to sleep, but if awakened, will appear confused and disoriented. Rarely an adult will actually leave bed and run away. So this oh. is where it we that's where we then cross the line into sleepwalking. Yeah. Okay, cuz we're 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 talking about night terrors right now, not mm-hmm. not necessarily sleepwalking. Um though it is possible like which is in this next sentence, this is dangerous as violent behaviors can occur if efforts are made to stop the person from leaving. Oh, no. Sorry. Cut that. Okay. At this point, the sleep terror has turned into an episode of sleepwalking, is what I meant to say. Um, This is dangerous, as violent behaviors can occur if efforts are made to stop the person from leaving. Injury can also occur if the person falls or trips over objects in the environment, which is really scary. Mm -hmm. Um, I've heard of, like, kids sleepwalking and just, like, walking outside into the yard. Yeah. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or sleepwalking and just walking into their parents' bedroom and just being like staring there. I will punch a baby. <laughs> you said I will punch a baby. <laughs> I will if that that's my fucking fear response. Yeah. I slap. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not punch. I slap. I've <laughs> slapped one of my friends before just in a fear response because she did like a creepy smile. Uh-huh. And I felt really bad afterwards. It was just like a reflex. Oh. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I love you. <laughs> I didn't. We were like sitting there trying to memorize the first Harry Potter movie together. <laughs> yeah, girl. Oh. I have it memorized. Okay. So <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Adults may, on occasion, recall fragmentary dream and Im- imagery from the experience. Most often, however, both children and adults have no memory of the event and no other daytime effects unless injury has occurred. Um, thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. you don't usually remember it. I feel like I'm sitting with the 1% in the room now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sleep terrors are equally prevalent for males and females and most are common in, and are most common in children and adults 35 of age or younger. You have until you're 35. Oh, well, thank fucking God. You have an end date. Yeah. Does that make you feel yeah. better? Have okay. an end game. <laughs> i love it (laughs) prevalence rates may be as high as 6.5 percent in children which is really high yeah um i feel like it's probably getting lower though because children aren't taught to use their imagination anymore which is really sad um my kids will write in cursive make your kids write in cursive everyone make your kids write in cursive because when we print you, they've done studies where they like put electrodes on people's heads and they measure your brain activity. And when you print, you use like your brain is like barely lit up. And when you use cursive, your entire brain lights up. When I'm really nervous, I switch to cursive. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Like, I love like I love cursive. I love doing it, but I normally write in print because it's faster. But when I get nervous and like start 
feeling like I'm going to miss things, I go into cursive. I always write in a weird combination of it. Yeah. Sometimes I throw in a random capital letter like a crazy serial killer. <laughs> I hope no one ever analyzes my handwriting. Um, <laughs> but I wish I could write in cursive better because I just get too obsessive with it. That's why I just mm-hmm. don't use it. I get too obsessed with how beautiful it should look. I and love then it takes cursive. me forever. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could. Oh my god, I'm I'm writing something and like one of the way that they or part of the way that they meet, the girls writing in cursive and the guys leaning over and he's like, "Huh, not many people write in cursive anymore. Didn't expect that." And she Oh. <laughs> yeah. A meet cute. Yeah, it's it's very cute and very I fun. I love it. Okay, so uh prevalence in adults is around 2.3 percent but only about one percent in older adults age 65 to older okay yeah that's probably veterans but that sounds low even for veterans um which is good that gives hope i think yeah Uh, i think more of the problem with grown adults uh, with like adults 60 and older is like sundowners which is terrifying yeah that's if really you've bad. ever seen the visit by M. Night Shyamalan, that's what it is. That's or, what he feeds um, on. <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> Had nightmares about that preview, too. Don't need to see the movie. Um, the movie was good. The Notebook. Like, yeah. The Notebook. Oh, really? Have you seen The Notebook? I've rented it like six times. And you haven't it. seen The Notebook? I Well, I've watched part of it because we watched it in one of my classes in high school. Like, I watched, I watched a good chunk of it. But, like, I missed some of it, and, like, I I haven't seen the rest of it. You need to finish the movie. I will. I will. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I just assumed you'd seen The Notebook. I feel like everyone's seen The Notebook. I brought it home the other day, and my mom the, was like... Spoiler alert. At one point in that movie everything seems healed and happy and then everything melts away in like a second because it's really common with Alzheimer's patients. It's Aww. like, it's a panic yeah, state of like, Whoa, Oh my God, what's happening? I don't remember anything. And yeah, yeah it's really bad. Um, I, I brought it home the other day to, so to watch it. And my mom looked at it and she went, I am disappointed in you. What? Why? <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. She doesn't like romance movies. I mean, that's fair, but I don't like romance movies either, and I approve of this message. <laughs> I approve of this message. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. I, I I know. I need to finish it. It's I, really like, good. I, I don't like the book, yeah. which is crazy. I did read the book. Mm-hmm. I don't care for his writing style. Sorry, Nicholas Sparks. Uh, no one talks like that. I had an um, English teacher who who like knew that he had a lisp, but like he's really good at hiding it. And the English teacher, like, saw him speak one time, and, like, he w- he was analyzing it, and he would <laughs> see it, and he'd go, there it is! <laughs> There's a list. Yeah. He, he was That's my funny. favorite that teacher, would be though. Me. That would totally yeah. be me. I'd be like, oh, I heard it. Heard it. You'd be sitting next to me, and I'd be like, elbow. Hey. Heard it. And you'd be like, what? I'm just trying to listen. <laughs> Okay, so sleep terrors can be frightening for those awakened by the sleeper's screams, but thankfully they are, rel- they are relatively infrequent among those who have them and usually cause little harm. Good. Thankfully. Sleepwalking is a different story. Yeah. We'll <laughs> do a future episode on that. We need to add that to, to the list. Um, 
Ah, uh, that's why we have a uh, lovely pop filter, so I can spit on it and it mm -hmm. won't do anything to the microphone. Okay. Uh, in the in, in the case of infrequent events in which the individual remains in bed, a professional's reassur reassurance is often all that is needed. If they occur with greater frequency or involve dangerous behaviors, as with as when the sleep terror transitions into sleepwalking and includes injury to self or others, treatment is warranted. Mm -hmm. That's when you do sleep studies, which yes. are fun. Honestly, and and honestly, like I would say, if it progresses past childhood, maybe do some sleep studies to give that person some help. Yeah to sleep because yeah. this can be so exhausting like mm -hmm. you don't get you're exhausted all the time because your sleep is not restful yeah is the and thing. i think and that's, that's part of why i was so exhausted for yeah. a very long time and that can feed into depression and other things like that that just can feed into delusions even because when you're sleep deprived mm -hmm. i mean fuck like yeah. <laughs> that's worse than being drunk yeah. honestly and more way more terrifying like i have been so sleep deprived and been falling asleep while driving to the point that i've like hallucinated dinosaurs on the side of the road yeah. like that shit is cray so <laughs> i'm so thankful that i didn't have to do a sleep study mm -hmm. with mine it was just taking the right medicine right like thankfully yeah that's really good yeah um okay let's take a break okay all righty more shots Yay! Well, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience with this. Um, because... We a little bit about some of it, but yeah. Yeah, because it is terrifying for yourself mm -hmm. and your family members. Um, I remember I woke up one night. Um, I have very very bad nightmares and night terrors and they are extremely gory they are um this is gonna be a real episode y'all yeah <laughs> <laughs> they can be extremely or i i can unfortunately get extremely violent without meaning to um i i have ptsd mm-hmm and um i'm now medicated because you're a sexual assault survivor yeah yes um, I'm now medicated for it, which helps. I'm on a blood pressure medication, which mm -hmm. slows my blood pressure at night, which, helps, which helps. Sleep. Yeah. Which helps keep me asleep. You so, also sleep like a fucking rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't sure you were going to wake up this morning. I'm not yeah. Gonna lie. I was actually afraid. I was like, hey, Hammy, why don't you go jump on her? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. The <laughs> yeah. werewolves are here. <laughs> The werewolves are coming. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, there's a jackal in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Apparently, I moan a little bit in my sleep and like shift and like. Never but, noticed it. But like, that's all that I do now, which I'm thankful for. But um. Honest to God, I've shared a bed with you multiple times. I've never fucking noticed that. Good. Any sleep troubles I've had have been because I'm in an unfamiliar place or something supernatural has been happening in the room. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's never been anything to do with you. Okay. Um, I once, uh, like right before I was going to have my wisdom teeth taken out, um, I had a night terror. Like it was the night before it was going to happen. And I was sleeping on my mom's couch cause I wasn't moved back in yet. And, um, mm -hmm. 
she happened to come in right as I sat up and was hyperventilating and couldn't breathe. And oh my I, god! I mean, it was it, it it was good that she happened to be in the room when I did that because Honey. like I couldn't I couldn't breathe and it was scaring the shit out of me and like. I was hyperventilating and it was just, it was really bad. It was turning into a panic attack, uh-huh. which they happened to do. Um, mm-hmm. I couldn't take my medicine, which is part of the reason why, like, I... Why couldn't you take your medicine? What are you talking about? Um, I, I wasn't, like, I wasn't allowed to have, like, any of that in my system before, when? before I went down for some reason. It, it was, it was weird. Um... What do you have like a procedure or something? Or yeah, my wisdom teeth oh, were taken duh. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you uh, couldn't gotcha. Okay, yeah. so you couldn't like take stuff cuz it would probably interfere with anesthesia. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So um ooh though. Yeah. yeah. Surgery is stressful. Yeah. And like she came into the room and she's like, "What the hell?" She cause <laughs> she she hasn't seen me like wake up like that. She's yeah. seen me jump out of bed and almost punch her in the face cuz she woke me up. <laughs> In you the middle of a nightmare, that, that, like, yeah, I can't wake you up, yeah, in the, in the middle of the night because you might hit me. Like you've yeah. told me that before. Like yeah. hey, I wake up violently, yeah. so it better be important and stand back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's been a real thing. So I never wake you up. I send the dog to wake. You up. <laughs> yeah, go stick your go stick your nose in Kay's ear. Go get her. <laughs> Oh, you're usually, fine with me hitting the dog on accident. Yeah, usually they just sit on you. It's yeah. pretty cute. Yeah, <laughs> it is. You're just it's, like, it's adorable. Hello, fuzzies. <laughs> um, but like she, she had to stay there with me for a minute. She's like, "Are you okay? Like, are you gonna be oh, able to go back geez. to sleep? Like, yeah. yeah." Um, it was like she, she's normally like laughed when I've gotten out of bed and like been ready to fucking fight <laughs> but like you guys were gonna have a fight yeah i was i was gonna punch somebody in the face i didn't oh know who gosh. but like she um she then saw like what it was what it was really mm-hmm. and was like oh like the real fear yeah. yeah got the reality check yeah yeah um so i was having nightmares for a while like i'd been having them nightly for a while and it was a good two years that I was having these really bad nightmares and night terrors before I actually got medicated we gotta go (laughs) (laughs) we gotta go the werewolves are coming (laughs) and quit stomping in the McDonald's we gotta go (laughs) stop stomping in the McDonald's (laughs) (laughs) um I wonder if there's anything else I've ever said. <laughs> That's the funniest one that he's told me so far. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Let me go ask. Okay. Hi, sweetie. You make Izzy Kay feel better. Come here, sweet girl. You make me so happy. I know. Let her sit on the ground. Okay. Yeah. Hi. Okay. Come here, sweet girl. Come here. Come here. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. She's the best kitty. 
We needed some emotional support animals in here. Yes. I can't let Hamlet in though. So yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, anyway, um, my night, my nightmares, you know, not only are they extremely graphic and, um, for a long time I was getting murdered <laughs> in yeah, them. That's not um great. yeah, but um they are also kind of how I started remembering certain things that right. happened. Um and you know, I finally reached a breaking point where um I I had started self-harming. Mm-hmm. And um one night I left and I left my phone at the apartment which was not great. Not great. Um, <laughs> no. And my friends, like, started driving around looking for me, like, called my mom, and, like, mm. I... At least you had that. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Um, I had to, um, like, the next day, my mom was like, okay, you have to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to go get medicine. Like, I don't care how much it costs. I will help you. Like, you have to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got medicated for my depression and anxiety, which helped. But I also needed something for the nightmares because they were keeping me up mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep. And um, that was adding to my panic. And, like, part of my routine used to be I would have to go and I would have to check every door, every window three Ooh. times. Yeah. I would have to walk through the house three different times checking every one of them. And, um, like, I still, like, I didn't feel safe. That was part of my problem. Um, I never felt safe. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel safer now than I did. (laughs) Um, again, that's been medicine that's been helping with that. Um, I... I think probably cutting out certain aspects and certain people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, um... I also have this thing where. That's fine. He's watching a sports video. Oh. <laughs> Your daddy scared me, kid pants. He's weird. He's so crazy. Okay. That scared me to death. I was like, who is here? What kind of demon has entered my home? And is it a clown? <laughs> is it a clown? Kitty pants, come here. <laughs> Um, He's so sweet. Her ears. They love you. But it it has taken a while to find the correct medicine that will help. Um, it and the right dosage. Um, I have a really great psychiatrist that's helped with that. And you know, like Carrie said, I sleep like a rock now. Yeah. And normally, <laughs> normally I don't have any nightmares or dreams or anything like that and if i do i don't really remember them um like sometimes i do sometimes i don't it just kind of depends on the situation um if i'm in an unfamiliar place i'm more likely to remember them uh than if i'm not um but like sleeping like i have to have a tv on yeah um like i have to have some form of light on sorry She's killing me. <laughs> this is why we usually don't have animals in the pod studio. But we needed some emotional support. Yeah. And kitty pants, of course, is the best way to do that. <laughs> Sorry. She's just rubbing her face all over everything. Okay. <laughs> it's just the cutest. Hi, pretty lady. 
Yep. Lick your butt. All right. <laughs> um, Get that tongue all up in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get the outside off you. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. It's just, I, I like, I have to have a light on. I have to have TV on or I have to have someone in the room with me. Like, it's just... <sighs> I have trouble when Josh isn't home. I have a really yeah. hard time sleeping in my house when I'm home alone. Me too. Um, Mainly because, I mean, like, we don't have any kind of security system. And a lot of it, I don't know. I just, I hear things a lot that I don't hear when I'm not home alone. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the ice maker started going off. I've never fucking heard it. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a demon it's just sent, and i'm like what the hell <laughs> who's turning the water on yeah you know uh-huh. like i just uh i hate it and um i mean you know, hi baby girl you're <laughs> so cute and you know i i'm really glad that mom was here with me last week because this this past week because mm-hmm. it made me go to bed on time instead of me exhausting myself yeah and staying up until 2 a.m watching who knows what to try and fall asleep. Yeah. Y- you know, it, instead, she was here with me. We were in the same bed. We had two dogs in the bed with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I slept like a baby mm-hmm. and got up on time for once in my life. You yeah. Know? It just, I don't know. It, it Everything for me still, conditions still have to be perfect just so I can get a good night's sleep. It's not necessarily night terrors, but I mm-hmm. can't even imagine if it then meant that I would have horrifying nightmares yeah on top of that yeah and like they're like you know they're not just visual you know you're not just seeing this you're also hearing things yeah like um and it's just like hearing that all night will stick with you oh i bet like throughout your entire day Mm -hmm. and like there's not much you can do to get rid of that it um my therapist um, my last therapist um, and I were talking about it. And she's like, you know, um, just try to think of something else. You know, I had a picture posted up next to, like, where I would see it when I woke up of, like, mm-hmm. things I could think about that weren't the nightmare. Gotcha. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. But, like, also, when they're that horrific, mm-hmm. it is very hard to snap out of that. Oh, yeah, I bet. And, um... I'm pretty sure I used to have a few when I was younger. Yeah. And, and like. Because my imagination was so vivid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like. And honestly. When I wake up from a nightmare like that. I'll be. Like. I'll turn on my PlayStation. Turn a movie back on. And like. Get on my phone. Look through some social media. Just mm-hmm. kind of. Try to. Relax my brain again. And then go back to sleep. Like. You know. Try to look at something funny. And. Like. That's been. A huge help. Like. When the medicine hasn't worked. And oh my like. Goodness, honey. Uh, when <laughs> yeah, distract yourself. Yeah, honestly, like yeah, and when the distractions medicine... are huge, and it's got to be something that's an active distraction. Mm-hmm. It's not listen to music. It's watch no. something. Yep, a hundred percent distract your brain from mm-hmm. what's happening in your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to the screams that you heard in your nightmare. Watch, no. watch, watch the, the movie. Office. Yeah, watch Hunger Games. Watch, watch Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Watch Friends with benefits. Yeah. Watch, you know. Yeah. Watch Friends. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. Whatever it is that's your jam. Yeah. Watch something that's light. Mm-hmm. And you've seen a billion times. Yeah. 
That's why I watch Twilight every night when I go to bed. And I it's know always, that it'll be yeah. ready to go back up if I need it. It's like, always sunny with something yeah. we fall asleep to a lot. You know, yeah. something that's not violent, something, a sitcom mm-hmm. is a great way to do it. Yeah. Find a sitcom you love. Mm-hmm. New Girl. Uh, what's another one? Uh, Everybody Loves Raymond was How one I for me. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Um... Two broke girls. I'm. J- I don't fucking know. Yeah. I, t- Sherlock. Big Bang I watch theory. Sherlock sometimes. Sherlock yeah. isn't a sitcom, but yes. Well, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, you, you something light and funny. Yeah. That is a little bit mindless. Gives you joy. Mm-hmm. Brings joy into your heart, and that you can then peacefully drift off. Yes. Too is important Mm -hmm. and like have something that's also white noise like I have a fan going every night you know not just because I get hot but also it's white noise it it blocks out the house sounds yeah yeah um so I was doing a little bit of research uh, myself on you know PTSD and Mm -hmm. night terrors because that's where mine comes from and I found uh, ptsd.va.gov um, so this is like mainly thinking about veterans, but it's mm-hmm. also anybody with PTSD. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how common are nightmares after trauma? Among Ooh. the general public, about five percent of people complain of nightmares. You know, I really loved. Sorry, sidebar. I really love that they did this in Iron Man three. Yeah, because a lot of times they portray superheroes as impenetrable Mm -hmm. and i really loved that they broke him down that way yeah iron man 3 was extremely helpful for me yeah and and showed what trauma can do to you i mean fuck all of you who think that it wasn't a great movie it it does follow the same plot as the incredibles like whatever i really liked that they showed someone being vulnerable yeah for once uh vulnerable kitty pants come here baby girl no you can't get through the door it's closed her <laughs> ready. She's so cute. Um, but anyway, so I love that they showed that, and they did that in Harry Potter too, where they gave him nightmares all the time and mm-hmm. things like that. They didn't make him an impenetrable per an impenetrable hero. Yeah, they made him someone who experienced trauma, dealt with it, mm-hmm. and experienced the after effects of it. Yes. So I don't know. I just. Yeah. I, I love that that was brought into the mainstream, mm-hmm. and I know that a lot of people were annoyed by that, and sorry. Yeah, um, like some people needed it. fucking happens, and those of us who suffer from things like that need to see someone recover. Yeah. And they need, we, we need representation. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about it, because yeah. it's something that doesn't get fucking addressed. Yeah. We act like our heroes and we act like people who have been through th- through things in life don't experience anything after. We act like being stoic makes you heroic. But in all reality, being vulnerable and acting in courage in the face of danger is what makes you brave. Yeah. Acting in spite of fear is what makes you brave. So, whatever. Yes. <laughs> My cup is empty and I've had a lot to drink. <laughs> um, okay, so... Just to go over this real quick, and then uh, I've got a couple more things, and then I'll be done. Um, We're only at 51 minutes. You take your time. Okay. so among the general public, about 5% of people complain of nightmares. So that's not a huge amount. Um, but those who And that's only nightmares. Yeah. 
Those um, are the mild form. Yeah. Those who have gone through a trauma, though, are more likely to have distressing nightmares after the event. This is true no matter what type of trauma it is. Those trauma survivors who get PTSD are even more likely to complain of nightmares. Nightmares are one of the 17 symptoms of PTSD. Oh, shit. Yeah. For example, a study comparing Vietnam veterans to civilians showed that 52% of combat veterans with PTSD had nightmares fairly often. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. 100% makes sense. I'm mm-hmm. surprised it's not higher. Me too. Um, uh, we had an art teacher at my high school who used mm-hmm. to have flashbacks in the stairwell. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. He had an elevator key. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Because when he took the stairs, he would flip out yeah yeah it wasn't great around kids yeah (laughs) (laughs) um only three percent of the civilians in the study reported that same level of nightmares Wow. other research has found terrors nightmares mm three percent of that percent yeah wow yeah Yeah. um other reason this is where like (sighs) it's like disease where things are just intensely personal so Mm -hmm. it's like who are you and how do things affect you? Yeah. And that doesn't make you weak. It's just who you are. Mm-hmm. If you feel things intensely or who knows what else. What? Go ahead. You scared me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Okay. I forgot what I was saying. Just talk. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. I didn't mean to scare you. Other research has found even higher rates of nightmares. Of those with PTSD, 71 to 96% may have nightmares. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. People who have other mental health problems, such as panic disorder, as well as PTSD, are more likely to have nightmares than those with PTSD panic alone. Panic disorder! Yes! PTSD! <laughs> For the win! Yeah! <laughs> Um, okay. So, not... (laughs) Uh, Yeah, hello. Woo! Represent! Yeah. (laughs) Not only are trauma survivors more likely to have nightmares, those who do may have them quite often. Some survivors may have nightmares several times a week. Woo! Yes. It is... Oh my god, that's intense. Yeah, it's horrible. (laughs) Um, I used to have nightmares several times a week. Nightmares. Yeah. Not night terrors, but yeah. It was yeah. always zombie dreams. Yeah. And they were always, it was stress related because I have, I have panic disorder. So. Yeah. Um, so I, I decided to kind of do my call to action as something to help, like help ourselves. Okay. Um, so I pulled some lifestyle and home remedies from the Mayo Clinic. Oh my God. I love that. Yes. Mayo? M- Mayo. I, I, Call it Mayo, sorry. I, I had a teacher in high school who went by Miss Mayo. Oh, okay. So I'm used to calling it gotcha. Mayo. It's mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise from Minneapolis. <laughs> Do you also say Froderick? No. Okay. <laughs> you didn't get that joke. It's fine. We need to watch Young Frankenstein, apparently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what hump? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, kind of back to night terrors. Um, if sleep terrors are a problem for you or your child, here are some strategies to try. Love. Get adequate sleep. Fatigue. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, That's novel. It's a novel idea. Yeah. (laughs) 
just don't stress about it just sleep harder yeah sleep better yeah so, do better <laughs> <laughs> so uh, fatigue can contribute to sleep terrors if you're sleep deprived try an earlier bedtime and a more regular sleep schedule sometimes a short nap may help if possible avoid sleep time noises or other stimuli that could interrupt sleep i have to have that just as part of my ptsd issues so it you know helps what? me sometimes I mean, that's it doesn't help huge. other people having a having a nighttime routine is something that a lot of people don't realize is really really helpful yep not even something elaborate make sure you brush your teeth wash your face yep it that just tells your body it's time to shut down you know like mine is wash my face brush my teeth take my allergy medicine yep and then, like, I have other shit that I do that helps me sleep. Like, I have essential oils I use. I have stuff that I diffuse. You know, mm-hmm. like, I have stuff I put on my body. That's not really my everyday routine, though. Yeah. Because I can't always do that, like, when I go to a hotel or something like that and I'm yeah. staying with people. You know, I, I don't take my diffuser with me. I'm not that guy. You <laughs> <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so, like, yeah. it's, it's you, you know, it's it's usually it's, as as of lately, it's turned the office on on my, on my Netflix, on my phone, mm-hmm. with my sleep phones on. Yeah as well like at the end so mm-hmm. you know just the everyday routine of consistency there of cleanliness hygiene pj's sleep like yeah. it just it, it it's like people who chew peppermint gum to trick themselves into realizing that the meal is over so they don't overeat you know what i mean yeah. it's like the same thing you got to trick your brain into like okay it's time to shut down yeah every night yeah. Yeah. And that's what this next bullet is. Establish a regular relaxing yes. routine before bedtime. Uh, so do quiet, calming activities such as reading books, doing puzzles, or soaking in a warm bath before bed. Mm-hmm. Meditation or relaxation exercises may help too. Make the read. bedroom comfortable and quiet for sleep. Reading is huge. Yes. I used to read every night before sleep. Um, I wish I still had time for that, but unfortunately now I'm to the point, well, not unfortunately, <laughs> it's <laughs> great for me cause I'm asleep really fast, but yeah. usually like with the routine I have, I'm asleep in five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like to read, it would take me so long to get through anything. Yeah. It's like, I've, I, I have a friend's book that I need to get through and every time I try to sit down to read it, it's like five minutes and I'm out. Yeah. So I can't get through, <laughs> I can't make any progress. <laughs> you know yeah my goal right now is to read through my bookshelf because i have a bunch of books that i haven't read Mm -hmm. and see that's the problem is to fall asleep i need to read something i've read before yeah and because i've helped with drafts i've Mm -hmm. read it many 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 times yeah if it's something i haven't read before i'll be awake for five hours (laughs) yeah it's just i can't (laughs) it's too much that's fair (laughs) I got my whole board, my whole bookshelf reorganized. I'm so proud of you. And then, then I realized, as I was walking to go to sleep, I did buy the Percy Jackson series, mm-hmm. and it's a box set. Mm-hmm. I left it sitting right next to my bed because my goal is to go ahead and read those again. Mm-hmm. You don't have a place for them, do you? No. No. <laughs> sure, fucking don't. Uh, of course not. <laughs> but I will of make one. Of course not. Yep. I'm like, It'll don't be, be too like proud my of me. Shelf over there that's yeah. like double stacked and stuffs on top of things. Yeah. And it looks like fucking flourishing blots yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, I organized my books by author. Nice. Which helped. So I'm proud of that. Um, okay. Work. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so make the environment safe. 
This was that's a huge thing too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to help prevent injury, close and lock all windows and exterior doors at night. You might even lock interior doors or put alarms or bells on them. Block doorways or stairways with a gate and move electrical cords or other objects that pose a tripping hazard. Avoid using bunk beds. Place any sharp or fragile objects out of reach and lock up all weapons. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I got to make sure that I, I do. I mean, I don't run around and, and make sure everything's locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't use the front door, so that's always locked. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely have to make sure that the, the door that we use multiple times a night, a day, the, the, the back door, I always have to make sure that that yeah. one is closed. It's the, the doorknob is locked and the deadbolt. Yeah. We, you did open the front door today, so I kind of want to check that. It. Okay, cool. I already locked it. Okay. Um, so put as soon as Josh got home, I closed it and locked it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're fine. Okay. You can double check it before you go to sleep. Okay. I won't be offended. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's locked. <laughs> okay. But like our back door doesn't sometimes close all the way. Yeah. Which is what we encountered when we took a break and went and took Hamley out Hammy outside a minute ago, mm-hmm. a little bit ago between episodes. Yeah. The door was open. <laughs> Fun times. And I looked at you and said, Michael Myers is in my house. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So (laughs) I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) Yeah. He feels real safe. Yeah. Um, Okay. He's not here. He's not real. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's not real. Yeah. I know. You don't sound convinced. He's not real. He's fictional. I know. (laughs) I know that. Okay. I hope so. I do. This is a safe place. I know. I've already been through the entire house to make sure no one's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we might want to check it again because I did just go outside to look for my glasses after That's, we brought Hammy back in. Okay. Um, we can do that. Okay. There's not much space to cover. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, So, put stress in its place. Identify the things that stress you out and brainstorm possible ways to handle the stress. If your child seems anxious or stressed, talk about what's bothering him or her. A mental health professional can help. Yeah, and that's where your kid has to feel safe to tell you what's stressing them out. Yep. They can't tell you, hey, I feel like I might be asexual, and then you say, oh, we need to go to church more. Yeah. That's not constructive or helpful. You know what I mean? Like, you know. (laughs) And... Also, um, if your child goes to someone's house and then comes back and seems like a completely different child, maybe you should look into that. Yeah, that's important. Um, (laughs) Yep. Just an idea. (laughs) No one's speaking from experience. No. Um, Not on this podcast. No, never. Not in this episode. No. Um, (laughs) So offer comfort. If your child has a sleep terror episode, consider simply waiting it out. It may be distressing to watch, but it won't harm your child. You might cuddle and and gently soothe your child and try to get him or her back to bed. Speak softly and calmly. Shaking your child or shouting may make things worse. Usually the episode will shortly stop on its own. Uh, One of the things that when Josh and I have been to... um We've been to therapy a lot, and we've been to a couple of wedding seminars. Mm-hmm. And one of the communication tactics that we used was to just voice our fears. So, like, one of us would speak, the other would just listen. So, like, it was just, I'm afraid, blah, blah, blah. I, like, I'm afraid that because you don't help with the dog, that means that when we have kids, it's going to all be on me. 
I'm afraid that because you don't wash the dishes, you think that it's only my place to wash dishes because I'm a woman. I'm afraid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just, just fears like that. So it's, it's really helpful in fostering that bond mm-hmm. between a relationship. So it's helpful for your child to be able to sit there and say, okay, baby, just tell me what you're afraid of. Mm-hmm. And then you can sit and, and then the other, per- once you voice everything, the other person is supposed to then refute the fear. Yeah. So for your child to say, okay, baby, why don't you just tell me everything that you're, that you're afraid of? And then you can say, oh, okay. And then you can address it, mm-hmm. you know, to help give perspective because perspective is huge when you're stressed. Yeah. Because when you're stressed, everything feels like it's the size of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, then, especially the kids because things are yes, so much bigger, so much bigger. Every and feeling, they have such an imagination and yeah. Is amplified. Yeah. So just to help bring that perspective in to their lives is is just really helpful yeah be like okay like a lot of times i have trouble sleeping because i'm like there's so much i gotta do tomorrow and then it's like okay well you can't do it tomorrow if you don't sleep yep so we've booked this time mm-hmm. for you to sleep yeah and it's okay that you're sleeping mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah a lot of times when i was teaching it was like oh my god i'm so fucking stressed but i i, I can't function and i have to just sit and watch something for a while and it's mm-hmm. like you know what that's okay yep. you're a human it's only an hour, and the hour after that, you're going to work on stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you got to learn to kind of talk yourself through it or have your partner to help you talk you through it. As a parent, talk your child through it. Yep. That kind of thing. Bef- provide and model that thought process, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm itchy. <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. A stressful I'm, episode. I'm on the last one. <laughs> this is so stressful. <laughs> I um, probably won't even have to edit this. This is amazing. <laughs> um, so look for pattern. Uh, if you or your child have sleep terrors, keep a sleep diary Ooh, for several okay. nights. Note how many minutes after bedtime after bedtime a sleep terror episode occurs. If the timing is fairly consistent, anticipatory awakenings may help. So just going and like waking the person before it happens. I gotcha. Like if it's a pattern. Yeah. I gotcha. And you know, I've heard the dream diary thing is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I tried it for a while. That. I never got to that yeah. point, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's helpful, especially if you're dealing with a lot of trauma or if you're really in the thick of therapy and you're really digging into some deep shit, it's really helpful to do that as, you know, I mean like we shit on Freud sometimes, but like, mm-hmm. Dreams are important. Yep. Like, let's be real. Yeah. The interpretation of dreams is something that Freud wrote, just to, like, explain my joke. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dreams are important. So, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of times we deal with and unravel a lot in our dreams. So that, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that sounds fair. And it could help you process it and help you get perspective and realize that it's not real. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, for PTSD or for people with PTSD, you know, sometimes you're going to have nightmares of what happened and you just have to remember that you're not in that anymore. This is where I am. The table is wooden. Mm-hmm. I feel the wood under my hand. Mm-hmm. My sheets are clean. Mm-hmm. I feel the clean fabric beneath me. The lamp is here. You know, it's yeah, it's cool it. in the room. I like I'm I can smell like I can smell my candle or yeah like my, my candle, residual candle my stuff incense, yeah my my diffuser yeah like this is the moment I'm present in like we both have a lot of trouble with detaching from that so mm-hmm. from reality in that way and like I flash back to things a lot just because of my OCD I'll wake yeah. up and be like in seventh grade 
asking out someone who wasn't interested because I thought I should be into this person. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, oh my God, they probably think about it all the time. No, they fucking don't. They don't care. Yeah. They probably don't remember. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, ugh. And I have to remember, okay, I'm here. This is my laptop. It's cool under my fingers. It's 2019. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, I'm 30 years old. I'm not in seventh grade. My name is Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> I was born in District 12. Yeah. It was it was firebombed. I was in the I was in the the Hunger Games. I survived. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that really is helpful. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Just seriously, if you're dealing with this please go to a doctor yes. because it has been extremely beneficial for myself. Um, I know it's been extremely beneficial for other people. Uh-huh. And the worst thing that can happen is you have to go to a new doctor. Or go to a sleep therapist yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And even then, even if it's hard, you're going to end up at the end of it. You're going to end up with some, with, with a treatment plan that is beneficial for you. And then you'll have more energy and your life will be improved. Yes. That's always the end of the tunnel for a sleep disorder. Yes. If you go get medical help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and definitely being honest with your doctor. Yes. If your sleep medicine that you're on is making you too groggy in the morning or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Talk yeah. to them. They're, I mean, we fucking live in America. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, <laughs> I mean, unless you live somewhere else and you're not, you know, you know uh, yeah. aside from our foreign listeners, we live in America. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Like, we are the pharmaceutical fucking capital of the world. There are so many drugs. Like, there's so many options. If something's not feeling right, there are options and you can switch. Yeah. And, and like, sometimes you can't. Like, with my medication, um, a trade-off is it is a blood pressure medication. Mm. So when I wake up in the mornings, I have to lay in my bed for a while and drink some water so that I don't get dizzy. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I don't always do that, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm supposed to. But because, you can recognize that yeah. dizziness and mm-hmm. say, oh, it's just my medicine. I'm yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make you panic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Um, and like sometimes I'll get dizzy at work and I'll have to sit down mm-hmm. like unfortunately that just has to happen right because i have to be medicated in order to sleep and live my life um uh like i i'm a big fan of my medication like i'm i'm fine with having to take it right now mm-hmm. i get that that's something that i have to be on right now i have to be in therapy because or if I don't, I spiral. Right. It's just like needing glasses. If you yeah. don't wear your glasses, you can't fucking see the menu at the coffee shop. Yep. <laughs> that didn't happen today. No. <laughs> I don't know. Literally, we sat down and she, I was like, wait, was there other types of milk I could have gotten in this? And she's like, I don't know. I couldn't read the menu. <laughs> <laughs> I had to squint to see what I was getting. I could barely read it. Like, Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't fucking say. I mean, that's the theme of this whole series is sometimes we all need help. Yeah. Everyone needs help sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone's a little disabled. Yeah. So um, I hope that other people learn from my experience. And mm-hmm. um, I know that this isn't like true criming or anything like that. But again, I, yeah. Anyway, no. Yeah. I just I felt like getting on here and like sharing personal 
stories yes. was kind of what we're here for for yeah, one definitely. and um if you guys want um drop a comment let us know if you want something true crimey from this because we can definitely do another episode on this sleepwalking crimes are yeah the shit yeah so i'm um, so. i would be happy to do that that actually sounds really fascinating um and it's something that i can separate myself from mm-hmm. so um but this felt like a good toe dip yeah into this topic and um i feel like it's we i mean i especially feel like it's something that's not really talked about a lot i mean like sleepwalking is talked about comically uh-huh. which i mean like we're here for it like, yeah let's be real, that's hilarious <laughs> mm-hmm. like if you get up in the middle of the night and eat an entire pie high five yeah um but <laughs> um that's amazing and hilarious but you know it's just I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things that just don't get talked about. And I'm really excited that they're being portrayed in the media the way they are now. And there's... Yeah. Um, I don't want anyone to ever feel alienated because they can't sleep. Because that's definitely something that we've both experienced mm-hmm. pretty hard. Um, especially when it comes to travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are just, like, hammering our CBD into our systems. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> And really letting go and being like... Okay, it's fine. We're going to get back on time. Yeah. I will be back in my safe space at one point, and I need to let go and enjoy the experience that I have paid for. Yeah. Like, when we went in, that's why we drank. (laughs) Carrie basically shoved her CBD at me and was like, if you don't take this, we can't do this. (laughs) I could feel the anxiety just pouring and emanating. I was just like, here, just try it. Here, take it. Take it, take it. (laughs) <laughs> and i did and i never looked back yep that's why marijuana really needs to be legalized yes i mean the stuff we take doesn't have THC. yeah no but like we don't need that but um, for real yeah <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much i think it's time for a game i think it is too and okay. it's your turn to pull or go first it's your turn no i I, went first I, this last time. I went first this last time what? <laughs> Do you just always go first? I don't know what's happening. It's I fine. You, we'll just you go. go first. Okay. You go first. Your deck. All right. So this is our game um, by Drunk Sound or Stupid. It's called If You Had To. So um, <laughs> I guess I'll go first this yeah. time. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> I don't know who. Because I don't know. Who's he? What's it? Or what? Or a uh, whatchamacallit. Yeah, whatchamacallit, or a whosamacallit, or a what's, what's it, what is it? We've already okay. done that one. Oh, Fuck. no, put that in the, yeah, give it so I can put in the discard pile. Yeah. Oh, we don't need that one? Give us more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, 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 I, I, this is a good one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if you had to, would you? Eat Martin Scorsese's eyebrows off his face. Or everyone thinks you killed Jesus. I would eat his eyebrows. Yeah. I would eat his eyebrows off his face. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be at the receiving end of the Christian's anger. Never. In their rage? (laughs) Yeah. No. Nope. I would be burned at the stake. Yeah, I would too. (laughs) (laughs) Easily. Oh my God. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you're new to the family. We love you. We see you. You is kind. 
you, you is smart, you, you is, is important. important. <laughs> and um, we appreciate you, and we are so excited for this new chapter of this podcast. So, um, <laughs> I might panic, but it's fine. Um, okay, um, so thank you guys so much. We love all of you. Head on over to our Patreon. Give us a donation if you can afford it. If you can't, that's fine too. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. DM us. Interact with us. Leave we us would love to comments. hear something from you. Yeah. Yes, we love to hear from our listeners. Um, but more than importantly, um, head on over to um, Apple Podcasts or to Stitcher and um, leave us a five-star review and you will get entered into a drawing to win a free poster. Yeah. Um, so yay. If you've <laughs> already left us a review, good news, you can leave more than one. So go ahead and uh review us again <laughs> uh give us a five-star review and you get entered in so um yeah yay uh, so excited and everybody um, who's reviewed already you're all entered it's it's fine but you can also but re- give us another again. one yeah because so, um, <laughs> it really really fucking helps yeah um anyway so but more than that we just want you to remember you are not a monster bye, bye. guys thank you for listening to talk crooked music is by gizla Nebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.